Oh, man, what a month. It feels like it's been forever since we've talked. I think it has been like a month. We used to do this thing every week. Remember that? That was crazy. <clears throat> I was reminiscing on that because, <laughs> I mean, it was great for us. Not great for other aspects of my life. <laughs> no, no. But it was absolutely what I wanted to be doing for the past year because I'm super happy with where we're at now and where we're going. Yeah. And what we've realized now, I think, is that we have to kind of marinate mm -hmm. on these new songs. Like you like a riff you can crank out in 30 minutes, like start to finish, like start fiddling with your guitar, record a couple things, throw on the, the drum track. OK, you're good to go. You're off the hook. You can't do that with a full song. No, nope. And let's say maybe you are tired and you don't feel like playing guitar and writing an entire song from start to finish, including a bridge and lyrics. Maybe you don't want to do that because that's hard. And usually on the weekend I go, what's the least hard thing I can do? And I'm going to do that. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's loud and it, it annoys people. And now I don't have my well, man cave to, uh, only to, to hide away in. And only annoy myself. <laughs> That's true. Your your man cave was good because like you could clearly hear it on the first floor, but you got a second floor, baby. That's mm -hmm. a whole that's a whole level of of you know extra padding. Mm -hmm. I just have upstairs neighbors, and you know what? They can they can, they could tell me if it's too loud. Have you have you ever gotten the dreaded knock on the door before? I, I've not gotten the dreaded knock. Surprisingly, I don't know how. I think our old neighbors were too nice. Our new neighbors, not not throwing shade, but I don't know if they're too nice to to you know let me know. <laughs> there's there's still a chance. Yeah, so far so good. I I wonder what's worse, overhearing people jamming and writing riffs or overhearing people doing a podcast. My money's on overhearing people do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god, yeah, they, they need to shut up. And you could just hear like one side of a conversation. One person very confidently saying uh, the name of a band incorrectly. It's, it was the name of a song. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I hope that we're famous enough someday to make shirts about that. <laughs> and hopefully also not get sued by uh, M83. I think we should stay away from the t-shirt realm. <laughs> I, I don't like podcast t-shirts. I think that's... That should not be encouraged. No, it'd be a band teacher, but it would reference the podcast. Uh, no, it's too close. <laughs> oh. It's like it's like uh, having a Mr. Beast t-shirt. I don't oh, like that. Man. I do Please. own two uh, podcast merch items, personally. Yeah, I know. You have at least one. I know one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just, you know, feel like you got to support them, and then you get this piece of trash, and you're like, I don't want to wear this. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get back into the groove, man. We were, we were in a podcasting groove and now we're, we're slowing down, you yeah. know? Yeah. We got to get our, we got to get our little improv, uh, <laughs> games going. <laughs> oh, I, I don't forgot know about those. Oh my gosh. I don't know any improv games, <laughs> music, but, uh, music games. Yeah. Yeah. No, what really like broke us in, I think was just, having a couple weeks where we were just super drunk with Jesse and Jack. 
So I think yeah, that... we got to bring him back. I think we we just got to get him back in so we can come on, uh, boys. <laughs> do it, do it one more time. Yeah, one <laughs> one final ride. <laughs> back when this show was fun, yeah, and cool, yep, because we were hanging out with our friends, <clears throat> and they told us how good we were at guitar. That was fun. I liked that part. Did they tell us that? I I, I, I have know. I have a very distinctly different you had mixed memory. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Jack telling me I was playing out of like the beat. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. We're Bad Wallpaper. We've got a plan to create an album this year by writing some music uh, once a month. We'll take our favorites, expand them into full songs at once a month, and then record our album at the end of a year. You can follow along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get podcasts. Please, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe and give us a review. Follow us on Twitter at bad underscore wallpaper and on Instagram at bad.wallpaper.band. It's it's like I'm just going through the motions at this point. Uh, I mean, you had more emotion in that than than more real emotion than than i have ever had emotion in reading it so <laughs> yeah i guess i really like you could tell through my performance like how i felt about yeah, it yeah i always just had the feigned excitement that you said was <laughs> yeah th- it was never really that exciting <laughs> to you i yeah that's what me that's what made it seem not genuine mm-hmm. the the audience knew he's not he's not that ex- he's not even really welcoming me to the show is he even bad wallpaper? Is he? Yeah. Is he? If anyone's bad wallpaper, it's you. I mean, I came up with the name. Like I... which one's pink? It's it's you. <laughs> right. It's a it's like a mononym, but with two words instead. So what you've been uh what you've been consuming in the the mass media. Universe. In the mass media? these days jake is mass media the term i don't know uh i guess i guess it is the meat the media verse everything's a verse i already i've already given my take on verses i think last last episode hey i got i got some more pitches mediatopia mediatopia is this are these like podcast names you think i I mean they could be See, Mediatopia, like it. it's uh, a combination of cornucopia and media. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to watch as many Oscar movies as possible before the Oscars, which are happening this Sunday as we are recording this. Uh, I want to I have a, 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 an opinion mm. on, on the films that are being nominated and such. So uh, I guess some quick hits. I, I saw Tar. Mm. Tar was lovely. That's topical. It's a big fan. There's a big chance we could get canceled someday. So, well, and I, I think it's kind of overblown how much it's even about cancel culture, because like that's certainly a topic, but it's it's just like I don't know. It's shot beautifully. The character is beautifully performed by Kate Blanchett, and I, I give it four popcorn bags out of five. Great film. I'm rooting for it. It's a lot of popcorn in the Academy. It's a lot of popcorn, like 
usually I only go through one of the popcorn <laughs> bags because I feel like a really, I feel like a real big uh, piece of garbage if I eat that second box of popcorn, even though it's free. You know what I mean? Was any of it uh, cheddar caramel popcorn mix? What are you talking about? That like Chicago mix stuff? That stuff. Well, I mean, I get it from Costco. It's just called the mix. Oh. <laughs> No, I'm saying like you go to the AMC and and they give you the big popcorn bucket and they say, hey, refills are free. Are you ever going to feel good about the refill on that tub of popcorn? Even if you split it, even if you split it, I'm not sure I feel comfortable with the second tub of popcorn. Regardless, I am going to say Lydia Tar. That's a a fantastic four popcorn bag experience. Uh, regardless of the shame involved with eating four bags of popcorn. Uh, I also saw Banshees of Inishirin, mm. and I really love that movie, too. I, I, those are two, two I'm really rooting for in the Oscars. The Colin Farrell was really good. I, I really liked his performance. Uh, it's very, like, understated. He's just kind of like a, a nice guy, <laughs> and he's not really got a whole lot going on, and I... It's wild to get that kind of performance out of Colin Farrell. I gotta say, that's that's next level acting. And uh, the Ireland scenes are great. Made me buy tickets to go to Ireland. I was just gonna ask if if that was part <laughs> of the uh, inspiration there. No, we were we were actually trying to go to Ireland in like in the middle of the pandemic, and it just didn't work out. And now we found from Boston we can get direct flights. So. It just made sense. Yeah. But it makes sense. I will say it, it I pulled the sense. trigger maybe because of Martin McDonough's uh, four popcorn bag experience. Another four popcorn bagger. I was, was going to say if, if anywhere would have direct flights to Ireland in the US, it would be Boston. <laughs> it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Got to connect with your heritage. What about you, Jared? What have you been hitting up? Are you are you getting up to speed with the Oscars? Or are you going to be way behind? No, I'm I'm pretty behind. I, like <laughs> none of them are movies that I particularly was interested in seeing. Anyway, so yeah. it's it's been a slow go. I I've, I have been slowly catching up on the ones that kind of got like buzz. I, I finally watched Bullet Train. Um, that is not one that got buzzed. That was just a stupid action movie. No, but right? it, it it got buzzed from like Reddit and stuff. Like like it was popular. I'm just saying it was popular. It, it, was it wasn't getting Reddit. Oscar buzz. Uh what what was, kind of buzz is there? It was okay. It was it was it was just okay. See, why are you wasting your time with that when you could see uh Barry Keegan in a very Irish situations? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What else? What else did I watch? I don't know. Been watching a lot of TV, so that that kind of well been white lotusing. Haven't watched it. Yeah. It's are, are you a fan? You like it? Yeah. So it's it's like a it's like a whodunit where it opens up and you know this, but it's like reverse. So you know, like in a whodunit where they show the crime mm-hmm. and you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out who did the crime. This is it opens up and all you know is that somebody died and then the whole season is trying to figure out who's the person that died out of these like characters that you meet and like, what are the circumstances mm. in the dying? And, uh, it's a, it, it's interesting because you, it, it gives, you know, every scene like this extra tension of like, 
somebody going to die? Like what, you know, how is this leading to the death of somebody? Yeah. Look, someone's going to die. I just don't know how or when. Yep. So, uh, from the writer director of school of rock, uh, I do love that aspect of it. Moved on to bigger, better things like a prestige HBO show. Whoa, hold on. Let's not say bigger or better. Who do you, how many people do you think have seen White Lotus versus School of Rock? I think one's going to live in the the mind of of the youths for longer in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I definitely was saying that ironically cuz School of Rock is amazing and Okay, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Inspo for me. Uh all time. It's important. All time. And I mean, probably one of the best Jack Black performances. Like it it it's like the role made for Jack Black like it's like that and Tenacious D are like the yin and yang of, of Jack Black. Yeah. And you got to respect them both equally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, been uh, been enjoying that. We went from uh, Hawaii to Sicily in season there you two. Go. So we're, you know, we're, we're getting our uh, <laughs> world vacation ideas coming from uh, TV shows, too. Also been watching Kunk <laughs> on Earth. Have you, uh, have you been, have you uh, kunked? I have no idea what a kunk is, and I, I feel wrong saying it, if I'm being perfectly honest. So what, what would you describe, like, Borat, like, what he does? Uh, or not, yeah, I guess Borat, or Sasha Bear Cohen, where he plays characters <laughs> and gets real responses from real people, you know? Okay, and then yeah, they, yeah. And then they make, make that. But the whole premise of Kunk on Earth is uh, this actress, and she plays the character Philomena Kunk, and she's doing it like a BBC uh, nature or history show. And she goes okay. and gets these sit down uh, talking heads interviews with real like scientists and experts in their field. <laughs> and then just like asks the stupidest questions. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're the, the professionals like annoyance and just flabbergastedness and uh, just complete shock. But then, like, their desire to still, like, give, like, real answers and, like, for the TV show, <laughs> like, it's amazing. It's so good. So, highly recommend it. It's okay. on, uh, on the old Netflix. 30-minute shows. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Oh, and it has a music, a music uh, connection because every episode features a completely out-of-context uh, pump-up-the-jam uh music video okay. which is which is always fun you always wonder it's like, always pump what, up the jam yeah it's always pump up the jam okay sure I've, no that I've sounds like a lot of fun I've sold you yeah just get get on it i i've i've been looking for a silly television program you got to have a silly one on deck when you're feeling silly mm-hmm. in my in my opinion yeah it's it's perfect silliness absolutely oh i I just remembered I have been watching one program on television, one television program. Uh, have you been keeping up with The Last of Us? Ooh, I was going to ask if you if you've started it. I am saving it. You're saving it? Yeah. For marriage? For marriage, yeah. I'm going to marry it and then fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. Here we go. Hey, this uh, bad that boy was the I put to sleep is, but uh, you just came out and said it. It's kicking in. <laughs> Old school Jared's coming back. We got two beer, Jared. Watch out. <laughs> this is only one beer. Uh, 
Ooh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't have the time <laughs> or energy to invest in it right now. And fair, but I really want to watch it. So yeah, we're almost caught up. It's like, it's like a more HBO ified, uh, like walking dead in a good way. So yeah, I recommend it Four yeah. popcorn bags <laughs> out of five Woo. Four popcorn bag in a night. It's yeah, a four we popcorn got, we got bagger. Two beer, Jared, and four popcorn bag, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> which ones? Which one sounds like a better time? Hey, hey. I'm not saying your tummy's gonna hurt if you have four bags of popcorn, but at least it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. So I like how like we just like we kind of just uh, talked about movies and TV shows enough in this stupid thing that we just made it like a weekly occurrence. Yeah, I, I, you know, I wonder why that is. <laughs> I, I wonder, you know, if if one of us putting in our agenda media quick hits has anything to do with it. <laughs> who who was that? Who did that? Okay, <laughs> no, I, oh, hold on. I'm just saying it went from talking about it frequently just because that's all we actually do with our lives to just becoming a segment of the podcast or is it to kind of get it out of our system so that we don't interrupt the music talk? Yeah. I mean, it's better than talking about my last experience at the grocery store. Dude, there's some, there's some podcasts out there that can really talk about the grocery store. Yeah. It, but it helps when they're like famous people already. And then you're like, I'm listening to a famous person talk about the grocery store. This is great. I don't think we've achieved that. <laughs> notoriety yeah, my grocery yeah. store experiences are much <laughs> less exciting i mean currently the biggest uh the biggest buzz in my neighborhood is that we might be getting a trader joe's so that is exciting for you i only don't go to trader joe's because it's inconvenient oh yeah this could be life-changing so <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we're talking about grocery store news i like it well, that's we a should, good grocery we should store put it in the update. agenda so every week we just mm. We touch base on the old grocery store. I, I think I'm known at the at the little store up the street from me as the guy who just comes in and buys beer and Doritos. So that's that's fun. <laughs> oh man, I uh, I recently became a person that has a, a usual at a coffee shop, and I let's go. Yeah. What's your usual? What's what's the usual? <clears throat> Twelve ounce milk latte. With uh, half sweet caramel. Wait, milk latte? Well, I I meant to say like whole milk <laughs> instead of. Like, oh, okay, just a normal you know. latte. Yeah, it's just, but but they but I have to order it that way because like almost every time they're like, you want you do want whole milk, right? I'm like, yes, because I didn't say one of the others, but now I have to say it. So yeah, there you go. That, but, right, but right, okay. Then it became Fair. like the usual. You know, you're just like, you want your half sweet caramel latte. The half sweet is the crucial bit there. See, what I do is I go oat milk vanilla latte because the oat milk is less sweet than whole milk. Mm. And so that kind of dampens the impact of like a vanilla bomb mm -hmm. in your in your latte. Yeah. So No, I definitely could see that. Cause yeah, part of it for me is the like natural sweetness of the milk. Like once you kind of attune yourself to like realizing that milk is actually sweet, it's like well <laughs> all the, right now we've got we've added the coffee talk portion of the podcast yeah we have maybe we should talk about music <laughs> or something yeah like 
what kind of what kind of music do you want to talk about <laughs> uh well like going to see music <laughs> or something if if i have to i mean I do, I, you know, I you could. do have to, by the way, like <laughs> that's what the podcast is. So you kind of do have to. Well, good thing. I happened to go to a show last night. So. Oh, thank um, God. I've not been to a concert. Uh, so usually how they work is a band gets up and they play some songs and, mm. but this one was weird. Cause it was, it wasn't that at all. Okay. Spoken word. (laughs) Yeah. No. uh, So I saw Andy Schaff uh, last night performing songs from his hit new album, Norm. The hit Um, new album? (laughs) Yeah. It's, I mean, it was sold out at like a medium sized venue, which I was like, that's, I mean, that's great. So for for a band that features uh, a woodwind section, yeah, it's uh, (laughs) big, big uh, come ups for the woodwinds. We had the clarinet. Hey, we had the bass clarinet. Mm. We had a flute, which isn't a woodwind, but whatever. Um, it's it's a, some sort of some sort of uh, wind device. Yeah, there. I, I there. He announced the band at the end, and he he talked like he he said all the different instruments they play. But the only one I remembered was bass clarinet because I didn't realize that was a thing. Right, it's different from a regular <laughs> clarinet. Just slapping the bass clarinet, man. Slap that's at the right. bass clarinet. That's that's really good. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that's really good. It was, a, it was a movie reference and a music and topicality. Yeah, <sighs> that's hard to beat. Yeah. Um. Okay. The 2000s so, male comedy <laughs> film. At at some point in my life, I called that my favorite movie of all time. So. <laughs> So uh, watch what you have to say about I Love You, Man. <laughs> I couldn't even remember the name of the movie. I just remember it was Paul Rudd and the guy from How I Met Your Mother. Jason Siegel. Yep. Yep. Is that a four popcorn banger or is that a straight up five <laughs> banger? You know, I probably would call it a four popcorn. <laughs> it's, not quite, it's not quite a five. Yeah. Back in high school, five, five, five bag popcorn Definitely. all day. <laughs> absolutely uh, okay uh what do i have to say about this show first of all it was awesome song, sound, sound, blah, blah, blah. wonderful songs were great it almost was like an asmr experience because they were playing so quiet right. and subtly but then everything was amped and close mic so loud that like you get that like things could explode like hair on the back of your head feeling um mm. and there was a awesome sounds kind of hot piano solo at one point distorted piano solo that was cool there was a really shitty thing about the show though. And that was, it was really full. So I, the only standing room was like back by the bar. And there was this group of people that apparently were like, let's get drunk and go to an Andy Schaff to- show. And talk all <laughs> that is a it. weird move. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, then this couple stand in front of us because I wasn't going to say anything, but this couple like <laughs> nine, like the show was like 75% over. So like, you know, and it was at the end where like they were playing like really subtle but like you know touching songs and uh yeah he was just like hey do you mind like you know either keeping your conversations lower like going back like further towards the bar so you're like not like actually where people are watching the show and these people flipped it was just instantly <laughs> like fuck you what are you talking about we practically are at the bar man what are you talking about and then Man. yeah, yeah. and 
Uh, so the guy would like sheepishly like, well, I tried. And then I like tapped him on the shoulder and not so quietly was like, yeah, don't worry, man. I agree. Those people are super annoying. And, uh, I think it was the implication that there was consensus that they were being annoying that they just like left instantly. They were just like, fine. And so you uh, think you showing solidarity, that was your, like, I am Spartacus moment Mm -hmm. with this other person. Mm -hmm. And then you scared off the, yeah. I mean, my main intention was just to let this guy know, like, Hey, I appreciate what you did. Right, but you wanted to say it a little loud. Yeah. Like you wanted it to be pretty clear. I did. So I get that. Did, I get that. Did what I had to do. Yeah. Great show. See see him on tour if, if he still can catch it. Was it mostly songs off norm or was it uh some old old stuff too? Yeah, no, he played he did like a suite of like the first half of Norm and then he started mixing in a lot of Neon Skyline, which I was really happy about. Yeah. Uh, and hit some of the highlights of uh, the party um, nice. before bringing it back and like closing out with the second half of Norm. And then Encore was the magician and just perfect, perfect set. You know, they were like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Uh, started at nine on the dot, finished at 1130 on the dot. Uh, sorry, 1030, hour and a half set. I was about to say two and a, two and a half yeah. hour headliner set that's like bruce springsteen territory no to, to, to one and a half hours got home before 11 it was, it was great perfect mm-hmm. night you were tucked into bed mm-hmm. actually i can't i can never like go to sleep after a show though like i just laid on the couch for like an hour and, and like, like buzzing a little buzzing. bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is great that's all part of it totally agreed all right that was my play-by-play of a great concert. wonderful i don't have anything to talk about honestly I just, I feel like I've been, oh, 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 oh. Margo, are you making your first appearance on the pod? Look at there. Hi, it's Jake. Hello. She can't hear you. My friend. Well, yeah, you gotta, you don't, you don't have to give her the cans. This is not necessary. Hi, Margo. Hello. Do you remember me? I don't know. She's like. <laughs> you got to talk into the microphone. Can you say la 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 la? She's trying to eat it. <laughs> Look, when they say eat the mic, they don't literally mean eat the mic. <laughs> oh, that, now we're talking. Hello. Where were we before we were? I don't know. You want to talk about what we've been listening to? I think that's a great idea. That? I think that's a, absolutely before the baby diaper situation. I think that's where this was headed. Better than uh, I'll talk adult about diaper situation. Yeah, I mean, I had an adult diaper situation. I just kind of kept it under control. Uh, <laughs> okay, moving on. A couple albums I was checking out in the last few weeks some new new releases uh the band pile released a new album called all fiction and pile is a boston slowcore band and i really really appreciate that as a a current bostonian i didn't realize what kind of legacy they had uh but i think jesse kind of helped educate us or at least me i didn't know they were a boston band um yeah yeah jesse shared us a song 
by a different band that was i think the name of the song was like did you hear the that new pile song <laughs> or it was something to that effect which then made me look at pile oh. and i was like now i have heard that new pile song uh, i'm gonna have to find yeah. this out like what that was it's i feel like that's a really hard i think thing it to was search. krill i think it was krill mm. another boston band oh well then that that just makes sense that just makes sense but again, I could Oh yeah, be wrong. it's a whole EP and it's Steve hears Pyle and Malden and burst into tears. And Malden is a town in uh the Boston suburbs. So this is extremely Boston shit and I can interpret it because I speak Boston now. <clears throat> Do you have to say that in an Irish accent to like No, again, that's not it's not the same. I don't like there's a lot of Irish people here, yeah, but like there's a different accent. We don't we don't sound like Colin Farrell. We sound like uh, I'm trying to think of a guy named Colin who's from Boston. Colin Colin Farrell's Penguin. So Pyle released a new uh, album called All Fiction, and I listened to it a couple times through, and it is a great listen. I really, really enjoyed that album. I'm gonna probably keep returning to it. Have you checked out the new Pyle album, Jaron? I did. I like didn't it didn't really resonate with me, mm. but. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give it another try. Yeah, give it a spin. I think it be, like the genre of slowcore in general is one of those genres where like a lot of it is pleasant, but only like some of it will necessarily like stick with you. And I I think a lot of what Pyle does has stuck with me. When I like listen to their full albums, it, it tends to stick with me a lot. But uh like slowcore in general can be hit or miss, so I totally get that. Yeah. I do remember really enjoying Dripping. <clears throat> I thought that was it. Yeah, I think that might be like their their biggest one. Yeah. Uh, their biggest one. <laughs> their biggest one. Uh, they've got a lot of plays off of a hair shirt of purpose. But you know what? Plays schmlays. Who says it's all about plays? Who says it's all about plays? <laughs> Only William Shakespeare would say that. In my opinion. In in iambic pentameter. Right, right. That those kinds of plays. Uh but the other album I have been checking out has been by a band that I would say is not really in my normal wheelhouse. Uh it kind of is because it's a guitar band, but you know, I, I'm not a big I, I think I, I sparked a debate with you and Jesse about this, but I'm not a big, like, talky British post-punk fan. Like, Idols does nothing for me. And I, I respect Idols for what they do. Not for me. But this album by the band Shame, uh, their album Food for Worms, I think was in the same vein as a lot of those bands, but I think introduced a lot of melodic components, and I thought the actual, like, songwriting of it was very melodic and very interesting and you know followed a lot of uh really cool ideas and so that album i think had enough going for me that maybe in a, a genre i don't usually latch on to i was like wow this is actually uh really good i was a big fan yeah i did put uh, that on um also after you recommended it also didn't really resonate with me. I don't know. It was a weird <laughs> week for me. I don't I, couple couple swings and misses. Yeah. That's how it goes. But hey, uh can't win them all. Well, uh and but you know what? I am on your side about the British post 
I, yeah, KEXP and my like favorite DJ at KEXP, John Richards, like really got into idols and like mm. was like putting in his favorite album of the year, like lists and stuff. And then because of that, they played like the KEXP, like they did in studio sessions a couple times in the past couple of years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's unique. It's, it's just kind of, it like drolls on me. I don't know if that, mm-hmm. that's even a term, but like it just, the, I mean, it's, it's like aggressive and like, it's trying to be. What's the term? It's like a British term, but it's like they're like trying to be cheeky, naughty boys. Yeah, cheeky, they're cheeky, cheeky boys. Cheeky is probably a good word for it. Like <laughs> sass, yeah, on purpose. And it's such a they're like sassy. It's like okay, it, yeah. I don't. It's pretty. I don't necessarily need to British. listen to sassy music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what Cardi B's for. Okay, we are, we already got sass over here. I think that's fair. <laughs> um. Yeah. If you're so, feeling sassy and you put on some Cardi B, like you get it. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> feels good to be sassy sometimes. Cardi B I don't like crossover idols. win. <laughs> oh God. Don't do this. <clears throat> uh yeah. So what have I been listening to? I, I have a couple of, I mean, things I've been listening I, I haven't had something that has really stuck with me yet this year. Um Yeah. You still haven't found what you're looking for. No. Um I did really like the third single Wednesday released off of their forthcoming. Oh album. yeah, um, so that thing's gonna bang. I'm excited oh, yeah, for that. Absolutely. That's gonna that's gonna be a stone cold classic. And I may be hyping myself up a little too much, but that's just how I feel. Yeah, Bath County, um, great, great, great song came off. Chosen deserves so great. Bull Believers intense. It's just long and I still like it a lot. Uh, but excited for the the whole shindig. I mean, they've they've already got 17 minutes and 13 seconds of that album out. <laughs> I've listened to hardcore albums that are shorter than that <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, exactly. So that that's been good. Uh, I did check out a recommendation I heard of a band called the Tubs and their album Tubs. Dead Meat. And ooh, how to describe this band? Uh, well. There's obvious similarities with REM. They got this like jangle pop with uh, earnest lyrics and and vocals, but the like sure. vocalist is like even more next level like earnest. I I <laughs> am. This is like the image in my head, and I'm sorry if it's offensive, but I'm I just imagine <laughs> like a big bearded dude in like Renaissance fair garb singing with this like like i mean his voice is like beautiful but it's like i just i don't know that's the image i have in my head of it and i don't think that's offensive i think you're just saying it's very like theatrical yeah yeah and like you know that can work for you or it cannot and like i think it's fair if it doesn't work for you i mean i thought like the the songs were pretty fun uh it's good stuff but yeah i I don't know if it like fully clicked with me either so i okay it's okay if you don't love it yeah it was it was one that no one's gonna be mad i it did like i found myself being like you know i would listen to that again so i I put it back on a couple times so okay so so you were you were into it it's it's, the vibe overall it's it's getting up there to that four bags of popcorn level for me (laughs) it's almost it i mean i would say three three and a half bags so far 
That's pretty high praise. <laughs> um, and then there's Yola Tango. Um, they're a band that also like, I, I usually really like it whenever they come up on like playlists, you know, and it's hard to avoid it when you just listen to any music. Yeah. Like it just, it's like, right. Let's throw in some it's Yola a, Tango. It's a freebie. Let's throw in Hum. It's like the bingo square where it's like, you know, free, free one mm-hmm. in the middle. And uh, yeah, this album, the way I was trying to describe it to somebody was it kind of annoys me because it's, it's one of those examples of like when you go and see modern, modern art and you're like, I could do that, but, <laughs> but I didn't do that, you know? Right. And it's like, so they, right. they, and, and I mean, this one has a little more of a balance of like some like, you know, let's, let's jam and just like really like. I, you know, let this kind of like free form thing happen and it's fun and we put it on tape and that's the song. But also there's like some more structured stuff to it too. And um, in the traditional sense that like similar to older Yolo Tango stuff that everyone likes and is, is good. But it's just, it's hard for me to get over that of like, there it, the craft and what makes them unique is just that they were brave enough to do that you know which is yeah and uh, i've never had a hardcore like yola tango phase i'll say like i like some of their classic albums like early in their career where they were really experimenting and like they they do i love the jamming yola tango like i that i'm a sucker for that for sure like it's like jam band meets indie rock in a way that like not many bands have ever really pulled off uh but that being said yeah like i've never been a like a massive yola tango kick and i tried i've tried it and it just it it doesn't always click for me do you remember when we saw yola tango though <laughs> at uh Lufus? wow so vaguely that's a pull. which is it's so like i mean i think that's a good way of describing it is like they were deep in the billing of a regional music festival yeah (laughs) mid-america music festival i mean it was a pretty stacked lineup but uh yeah i it was like we got some food and it was like sunny out and we like ate our food and like laid in the grass and listened to yola tango and if you ask me i think that was the perfect yola tango experience Uh, yeah yeah that's hard to beat i think i and i I think I remember I was the advocate. I was like, we got to see Yola Tango, man. They're I think you were that. right. I, I think it was your, your call. We need to, we need to get, we need to call up George. And yeah, uh, dude, <laughs> he's our couch surfing, uh, French, like exchange student friend who went to this God. festival with us. And he was so cool. He was, he was the best. Can't believe we brought him to our like weird church stuff. Mm. I feel like he didn't deserve that no. as a Frenchman. He just wanted to rock out to uh, Outcast and sing "Sorry, yeah. I'm Sorry, Miss Jackson." Ooh, that he loved that. <laughs> that was the best. I mean, we we got to hit him up before ever in northern France. Absolutely. Maybe he can go through the channel and then whatever the Ireland version of the channel is, and <laughs> you. T- <laughs> You you want this man to travel like six hours to see a guy he he remembers from when he was like twenty four? Yeah, I do. I do want <laughs> this guy to do that. I mean, I would be down. There we go. 
that's, there we go. that's what we've been listening to. We need, I mean, we need to get through these winter months of like the, yeah, not great releases. I, I mean, you listen I mean, to the, the Caroline Polachek. Is it Caroline? I did. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like this is a stupid take and I understand that, but I feel like I'm just too old to care about most pop albums at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like no one that I hang out with, like, listen to the new Caroline Polachek album. So I I gave it a listen. And I was like, that's fine. Yeah. That, that's cool. All right. The, that's fine. The like indie. I liked it. Like revival for caring about pop has always felt weird to me. Like yeah. Pitchfork reviewing Charlie XCX and Taylor Swift and it's just weird what they choose to like review too. Like Yeah, like what so is considered like high art and what is considered bad pop yeah. is like so arbitrary that it's like personal preference and I just like what I like and I don't need to worry about the other stuff. I can just be like, not for me. That's cool. Yeah. That's how I feel. That's just how I feel. And that's just how I feel. So what what is coming up? Like releases coming up. I, I mean the Wednesday album. I Wednesday's like I mean Boy Genius mm. should have an album coming up. I thought what uh, they released was the album, so I'm glad that No, no, it's just singles. Yeah, I think they're gonna do a full album. I don't even think it's like an EP, so I'm super hyped for that. Oh yeah. I bought uh tickets to see uh Mr. Father John Misty this summer. That's nice. Yeah. He's he's I like that. He's a uh I it took me a while to come around to, to him. I I definitely thought he was like the male Lana Del Rey for a while. That's I honestly I don't think that's a bad comparison. <laughs> well, I think that's a glowing endorsement. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, just like moody and angsty. Yeah. And uh yeah, it took me a while to like get on that level, but I guess I'm a moody angsty middle-aged man now that's right (laughs) he's got like songs about like being into college-aged girls and like trying to talk about like art with them and it's like that's kind of weird man but you know it kind of works i like it yeah i'm gonna see him at the zoo so (laughs) (laughs) is that really is that right we actually have great we have a yeah great concerts that go on at the zoo they have a great like agent or whatever um, <laughs> producer. Their, their booker is yeah, top notch <laughs> uh our zoo's like great for it too though because it's like in middle like middle of our city and uh has a great like pavilion like grassy knoll area where you just, stage oh, no. <laughs> just keep keep jfk away that. from there <laughs> Keep Joe Biden away from there. I don't. I don't want the next grassy knoll situation. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, I forgot to talk about Narrowhead. Uh, we can talk about Narrowhead next week or next month, whenever we do this next. As long did you it, listen to Narrowhead? I I didn't. I don't. Ooh. I'm trying to think if I even was familiar with that. Jesse sent it in our group chat. Oh. That's your okay. That and Tanuki Chan are your uh, your homework. I don't need texts oh okay <laughs> okay i gotta i gotta say this band terrible ar- album art design 
It looks like a like three one. What was that band? Three one three or three eleven. Three eleven. Looks like a like a three eleven like early two thousands album cover. <laughs> what um, album does? It's very forgettable. The the new moments of clarity by Narrowhead. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's kind of new metal, but it's really good. Oh my god, Jake, that was the funniest joke you've ever made. <laughs> That's so funny. Like I'm so glad that our listeners are gonna get to experience that because it was so funny. Dude, we're cooking here. This is the perfect record. It's just an all-star, you know. Yeah, sure. Hope we don't. Sure, hope there isn't a technical difficulty that makes us lose half of it. Yeah. So if if we sound like ten percent different right now from the rest of the episode, it's probably because we got down to editing, and you know, we do edit this podcast, despite maybe what it sounds like, uh, and we realized that. Uh, we had some technical, uh, you know, maybe some just some little issues, just some tiny little issues that cut off like the only part of the podcast that were were actually like being creative or you know have anything to provide to the show. I was gonna make a reference to the Racer X song "Technical Difficulties," but it's a pretty obscure song. That's so. a that sounds like it's up our alley, even though I don't get it. <laughs> sounds funny well if you're really into uh mr big's guitarist paul gilbert's side projects then you would really be you 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 would get that reference (laughs) so again it's mostly you but uh, there's other people i'm sure out there into racer x Mm -hmm. so let's pretend that i haven't heard your track yet (laughs) let's let's pretend that you should act super surprised about my track yeah well so people got the well no one will get the inebriated jared's take on it now everyone will just get the lightly caffeinated jared's take yeah sober-minded daylight savings uh addled jared yep oh we've jumped into the future since the last time we recorded that's pretty crazy yeah like in multiple ways Something that happened in between our recording sessions is uh, my parents found out that I do this podcast. So hi, mom. Hi, dad. <laughs> you said quite a few curse words on this thing. Oh, I'm so nervous. No. You got <laughs> to just bite the bullet, man. I'm going to get grounded. Yeah. How'd you make it this far? <laughs> <laughs> I guess your parents aren't on like Instagram and stuff. Whereas yeah. I have to deal with that with my yeah. parents for sure. Yeah. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. <clears throat> no, it what what got me was uh having my daughter pretend to be podcaster and then Elle took a picture and shared it on her family photo album. <laughs> so and so hey, here's here's our baby being a podcaster, and they're like, that's weird. Why why would she be a podcaster? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That rocks. Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. <clears throat> mm outed on accident yeah and Sorry, i probably buddy. could i probably could have gotten away with it too but because i have this ridiculous microphone that just immediately makes you look like a podcaster yeah you like you're it's not like, going to be able to get away with saying that was just for <laughs> recording your guitar oh it's just my work thing it's my it's my work mic 
Yeah, rocking an SM7B, like $400 microphone at, at your uh, little Zoom meetings and stuff, your Teams chats. I've, I've been tempted to, uh, to uh, whip it out. Yeah, but then so your speak. coworkers would know you're a podcaster. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've told some of mine. I, I hope that none of them checked it out, but we're probably safe. Mm-hmm. We don't really have any listeners, so in general... Yeah, that was, that was uh, how I kind of got out of it. My dad was like, so do you do a podcast like for real? And I was like, well, and he was like, or is it just pretend? (laughs) I was like, well, (laughs) it's not for money. Is it real if no one listens to it? I mean, if a a podcast (laughs) falls in the woods kind of situation. Yeah. Well, that's some meta stuff right there. So there we go. All right, now we're warmed up. We're loosey goosey. We're mm-hmm. back into it. Back in. It's like it's like we never stopped recording, so we should be fine. I will go first this week. Are you sure? I think you went first last week. <laughs> hmm. Let me let me go to the tape where I was bamboozled about three times by this. Uh, oh no! Actually, you went first the last three times, so <laughs> I think it's going to be my turn. You little trickster! You little devil! So we're going all the way back to week four for me. No, wait, week three. Week three. (laughs) I can't even remember. See, I'm all off my game. But that was my hold steady rift. I said this. I literally did this on the last take. I said rift and I did it again. This one's my hold steady riff. And I... I think this was the first one that we recorded where I was like, you know what? I actually captured (laughs) what I was going for. I was able to kind of encapsulate it and put it all down on the track and it felt good. And so it stuck with me for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Before this, like I had been aware of the hold study and just like, I think I'd heard him on like NPR's uh, all songs considered or something. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's fine. They're kind of doing their thing. Um, and it wasn't until like you use that as your respiration that I don't know, it just kind of like, I was like, oh, Jake's like really into this band. <laughs> I was like, they Not must. Not just a casual and, observer. Yeah. And because I respect your music choices. Uh, yeah, I was like, I should, I should give him a little bit more of a, a listen. And then you shared uh, this awesome video of uh, Craig Finn covering uh the replacements bastards of young with yeah. titus andronicus is a no not ti- titus titus uh, andronicus you got Andron- it <laughs> i was you, you gotta of, you gotta power through yeah i was i, I was confusing it with the act actor from kimmy schmidt what, what is that guy's name uh titus andromedon yeah is that his name in, in the <laughs> television show yeah i believe so anyway Amazing video, really sold me on it. Everyone should check. Yeah, it's it like out. a Craig. basement show, and yeah, Craig Finn's just screaming into this crowd of hyped-up Minneapolis kids. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, so it all kind of came together, and uh, yeah, I, um, I, th- I think it was kind of like a thing, like with Bob Dylan, where it was like it. I, I was like, people are just into this for like the poetry, and I, I've never really been into it, like. <laughs> at that level poetry's gay is what you're saying <laughs> uh and you don't like that no i i that would make me like it more <laughs> oh okay good save good save um 
but yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 it just took that little bit extra to like, okay, I'm in, I'm, I'm like paying attention now. And once, once I did like pay attention, I, I really liked it. So I think that has kind of gone into like, I was pretty struck by like your song on this one too, like the, that inspiration and it started to connect with me. So I'm excited to see what you did with it. I, I think you should you should say instead that because you heard how good my song was, you were like, well, if they're if they're half that good, then I'm going to be really into it. I That's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> OK, I, I'll cut I'm the saying. other stuff. That's <laughs> perfect. That's a clean cut. You just said yes. Yeah, we're all good. Very minor editing process there. Uh, it, but yeah, I think what's always struck me with like the hold steady and Craig Finn is how earnest the lyrics are, but usually also how like emotional the music is you know it goes from like raucous rock and roll kind of i don't know like heartland rock i think is the word maybe i would use for that all the way over to something that's much more emotional like the song i think i picked for this respiration was uh killer parties not necessarily the most upbeat hold steady song but uh i think very uh driven and powerful because of both the lyrics and the the music. And so I I had some like lyrics that I'd written down one time. I'll get into that in a second. But I had some very like, I'll say direct lyrics that were also very like uh experiential, very em- emotional in a in a like not very veiled way, I guess. <laughs> Which I always struggle with of like, is it gonna cross into just corny and stupid or stay in the realm of like uh heartfelt i guess and and so i smashed those two together and i think the combination of the the more direct riff and the more direct lyrics kind of kind of worked out and so i just kind of ran with it uh didn't really end up setting sounding that much like the hold steady but um maybe it sounds a little bit like bad wallpaper We can only hope. <laughs> we can only hope. And, I, I, you know, if it doesn't, I don't know what that means. How do we not sound like ourselves?
So quick background, uh, <laughs> again, not very veiled, uh, I would say from a lyrical perspective, but I was looking this up cause I was curious. I didn't like, I, I just kind of wandered past this, but, uh, there's like a New York post article about this. There's Uh-oh. a bunch of like local <laughs> news posts about it. Well, so the group that was there, so there was like a drag queen story hour in my neighborhood and I was just walking, <laughs> I was just going to the store that's just what I do. Uh, I walk around my neighborhood with all the other nice people in my neighborhood. And there was these, like, there were these like masked up guys all carrying this giant sign, you know, calling people pedophiles and calling them scum and saying, get off of our streets. And I was like, none of you people live here. Like I was walking to the store. I literally left one store to walk to another store and they were bolting and there were like antifa people showing up to kind of chase them off and they all ripped out of the the parking lot with in their like big old trucks and were like screaming at everybody on the streets and you know it was it was pretty chaotic and it, it came out of nowhere like i i didn't know there was a drag queen story hour happening because who cares uh, <laughs> it's not a big deal but uh yeah it was it made me really mad because it was all these people like part of this neo-Nazi group literally just came to a, a very safe neighborhood for LGBTQ people and uh, threatened, you know, with a big sign and, and masks and everything like that. So it was uh, completely out of nowhere for me. And it just like shocked me that that would happen like, yeah, like a block from my house. <laughs>
Yeah. No, I really love the like potency of like your lyrics. Um, kind of reminds me of like a uh, chat pile and their uh, song that <laughs> I, I don't remember. I think it was just called outside, but it was like, yeah, <laughs> people sleep outside. They, why, why do people have to sleep outside? And it's just yeah, like, it's like those thoughts you just have to yourself, but like put to, to music in such a like powerful emotional way. I, I, I think it's really effective. The, where, where do you even start? I mean, there's, so I guess a couple musical things, like I really like the chords you chose. Um, it's like, there's like three chords that repeats, but that yeah. third one, like the way it hits, I don't know like how, what you're doing to like, kind of like make it, make it a flashy chord, but it's a secret sauce. You gotta but, just, you gotta flat the octave on the G buddy, <laughs> flat that octave on the it G. Has just enough like funkiness that it like comes off as unexpected. And it, it, it that alone kind of like carries like the first half of the song just cause like it is interesting enough that you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm plugged in. Uh, and then the like second half with the big build and, um, like, I really like it. It kind of reminded me of like early 2000s emo. What is that? Like, is that like early third wave? Yeah. Um, but that like high kind of offensive, but okay. Uh, is it offensive? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But that, the, I, I didn't, I can't, I couldn't point to like a, the specific song, you know, it makes me think of, but like, I feel like it's like a, not a trope, but a tool that was used a lot where you have that like high distorted kind of screamy, uh, overdub. Mm-hmm. But I thought it worked really well. Like in in it even more so cause it like captures the emotional, like, you know, effect of the song. So, so it actually serves a purpose. It's not just like, she told me not to call her anymore because I'm a creep. Um, Are you a weirdo? Yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, honestly, part of that is just that I'm not particularly confident in my higher octaves. You know, I I can sing in my lower octaves very comfortably, but to add the punch, that's why I just kind of like, I've started doing that a little bit with like a few of my tracks, but just trying to, punch through with the higher octave but i'll like distort it and tune it enough and that it's you know it doesn't sound quite as shaky as it it sounds in my head when i'm doing it but (laughs) i do think it has a nice effect of adding that layer while also keeping my lower register kind of as the the clean vocal yeah definitely um basically i suck at singing is what i'm saying but uh (laughs) i don't think so yeah i the the clear like the lyrical clarity kind of like I couldn't really understand as clearly the lyrics in the second half, but that's yeah, just yeah. production. Get that, yeah. get that tightened up. Tune it up. Yeah. I, I just really like it. I mean, I would, it, it makes me feel like proud of like, you know, if we have a chance to like say something with our songs, like why not just say it like clearly, you know? And <laughs> I mean, and it's, and it's honest and, and like, unfortunately it's like relatable because this shit's happening like everywhere. Yeah, and um, it's it's happening more and more. Like it, like this was last summer. Yeah, uh, that I wrote kind of the initial take of it, and yeah, I feel like it's only gotten worse. It's so just, that's cool. It's just such a contrived like boogeyman. It's it's literally just finding a vulnerable group to like to attack 
so they can yeah. have someone to attack. And yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, art is an important tool against that. So yeah. And like, I think what made it feel so like crazy to me and like is how silly it is for a bunch of neo-Nazis to show up to like a library <laughs> at like noon on a Saturday. Like, what are you guys doing? This is your like fall of Rome moment. <laughs> this is like, this is degeneracy gone wild. Okay. Let's, let's maybe calm down a little bit. Yeah. I, I just read an article about Idaho is like, uh, they've become like a magnet for people in the West coast that like are fed up with their like super liberal coastal yeah. states. So they're all moving to Idaho and like, which was already a conservative place, but now the conservatives there are like, all these people are moving here and making it worse. They're making it more <laughs> like they're making it like fascist. We didn't want that. And it's like a total leopard date my face moment. Of, yeah. Uh, well, see, <laughs> you're on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate destination of where you're going. So, um, yep. yeah, feel bad for Idaho. There's some beautiful stuff there, but potatoes. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually, it's funny. Like I, well, I guess I wouldn't know what a potato farm looks like, but driven Fair. through Idaho several times and I don't think I've seen a single potato. So. Yeah. They're underground. I don't know if you knew that. Dang it. I knew there was something weird about them. They, they hide them in the tunnels. <laughs> it's actually uh a whole species of of uh intelligent Mole beings people kind leave, of thing leave, yeah. live in the the tunnels and and uh <laughs> the potato is their currency and it's it's what keeps the peace they they give us the <laughs> so tribute of the, potato. the potatoes are their money and so are the worms All right, what, you're I, saying? <laughs> what is that i know that's from Zelda. that's it i think you should leave oh, the yeah. bones are their money <laughs> So are the worms. <laughs> well, I was going to say I can write a whole song about it, but clearly Tim Robinson already has. Yeah, so. Tim Robinson's way ahead of you. <laughs> In their world, bones equal dollars. <clears throat> See, this is the... This, we're, we're, we're blazing new trails with the second attempt at recording this. We, <laughs> yeah, we did not, we did not uh, unearth the potato bits yeah. on our first take. So yeah, you got to sound more surprised though. So you say like, wow. Wow. Great. Yeah, I'll, you can cut, I'll put that, that in the front. That'll be great. Oh, you could. Yeah. I mean, I was, I had it already and then you stole my thunder with, oh wait, first. I know I did forget <laughs> to like do my whole spiel. So that's on me. Okay. Yeah, that's how it goes. Oh, but, it'll, it'll come out in post. Don't right, worry. But to, to summarize, love, love the lyrics. Um, I still think like the core progression is like great and interesting um what what would you see like building on it i guess open question to you like well i i feel like and i feel like i say this every week honestly but i think the drums can organically build a lot better uh i'm not sold on like just blasting out like a guitar solo at the end i just don't really have anything else to do you know mm -hmm. i don't have any other tools in my toolbox uh i don't know if it's over the top to then pivot that song into like a emotional guitar solo but you know what when has that ever stopped me you or know you? either one of us the way i feel about that is like 
kind of like you said, it's the tool we have and it's what <laughs> you connect with. And, you know, if it's cheesy and whatever, whatever, it's that's the bad wallpaper sound, baby. That's <laughs> rubber stamp it, baby. <laughs> All right. I see you're wearing your podcast T-shirt now. That's funny. <laughs> we did. I did make fun of you for that. Like yeah. Thursday. Yep. No, that, that was, on, was on purpose, wasn't it? It it totally was. Or was it for the Oscars? Oh my God, the Oscars are tonight, aren't they? Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're staying up for that, are you? You're looking a little sleepy. Oh, we'll probably put it on. I mean, gotta see if uh, Chris Chris Rock gets slapped again. <laughs> you think you think Chris Rock is gonna get slapped again by a different person? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> what are the chances but annual like, tradition <laughs> i mean <laughs> the gloves are off now <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is it, it's it's the new precedent mm-hmm. all right so i'm a slacker and i don't have a ton of show this week uh-huh. um i pretty much put put this together a couple hours before we started recording um so you don't have to tell me that we'll just we'll just uh we'll set the set the bar nice and low if that's all right um perfect but yeah so so i'm taking my song that i don't remember what week it was but it was it ended up being my american football inspiration which for both of us like american football is super inspirational band like a core band for like i think our music tastes Mm -hmm. um like we both probably would rate the their self-titled album like 10 out of 10. I don't know. What do you think? I would. So at least four popcorn bags. Okay. <laughs> wow, bring it See, back. See, now we're talking I did edit like most of the podcast this morning, so I remember <laughs> the the callbacks. <laughs> um Yeah, I'd say 10 out of 10. But the like tricky thing with it is it became so uh it it became something that was copied a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of that Midwest emo style bands that were like, we're, we're going to take what they did and just do more of it. And it's fine. <laughs> just double down. But it didn't, doesn't seem as like authentic. So it's really hard to like, um, be in that mode and try and sound like a band that I really like, but also not just be derivative. And yeah. Yeah. And the weird thing with how I recorded it the first time, okay, I'm I'm putting going into too much detail, but essentially it was kind of an accident <laughs> how it happened, the song, and it started off with a totally different like experiment that didn't really work, but it led to me writing the parts that I think are interesting and unique. So mm-hmm. I cut all that other stuff out and I tried to streamline it into a song that you can actually like play like live. Um and it it's that in itself is tricky. But, um, but I like playing it. And I think that's kind of like what my leading guiding voice has been is like, if it's like something I could like sit down and just play and like it, that feels like it's something worth like putting together. Like that seems like a step in the right direction. So I just tried to put that down to pen and paper, so to speak. Yeah. And just to give it a try, you know, and maybe some new ideas can come out of it, some lyric ideas. So I do have some melody ideas. I didn't put those on yet, but no lyrics yet. You could just kind of sing along while you're playing the track. Mm. Dub it over. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm sure that'll be <laughs> just great. <laughs> it'll sound really good once I sync it up. I'm sure it'll it'll be great. I mean, I I love that song that you did. I know what you're talking about. Like you had that like more moody, almost like R and B inspired intro, and then you move into the more straightforward like guitar American football kind of jangly. But it, it maintained that that same moody feeling, and I, I think just kind of shifting your focus to this is the song let's let's like see where it goes and how it shapes up i think that was a good call all right well, i mean see. we'll see we'll see if it was a good see call how it turned out. who knows <laughs> i can't predict the future Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I don't even have to edit that one in. <laughs> I mean, if, uh, a few thoughts off the bat. I, I do think that it's much more focused, uh, like between the, the few parts. I think like the guitar part 
at the beginning you have like it, the riff all combined in with the chord progression. I feel like the the real way that this will hopefully go is it becomes a rhythm part that's kind of moodily picked. I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, plus like the lead line uh, on top of it. And I think that could meld together really well. And, and the other thing, I'm kind of going to turn this back around on you. You asked me, where do you see this, my track going? I'm interested where you see your track going. Because I think it does kind of have like the vibe of some of like the the middle tracks of the American football self-titled album where it's kind of just floating along. And do you, do you see it kind of following that trajectory or do you see it being more of a dynamic song by the time we kind of, uh, iterate on it a little bit more? Yeah. Um, well, so first of all, I guess like I totally get what you're saying about mixing in a second guitar. Like I think, that would really help it kind of like meld. Mm. Even it, it might be hard, but yeah. <laughs> well, even listening to like Never Meant, um, it starts with a single guitar, and then like a second guitar kind of comes in, but it's like almost seamless, like yeah, and it just layers so perfectly that. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like how did they write that part? But it's but the second guitar is not doing a ton, and right. I think that I could probably just take the chords that. I was already like going into and just kind of like pick them. Um, and it would, it would probably work. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of, I do like that probably better than the kind of call and response thing that it was originally. And then it turned into like this where it's kind of like disjointed with I'm having to do a riff and then switch to the chord and it's, it's just tricky. And I think it could even speed up a bit if we have two mm. guitar parts. I mean, not not that it needs much speeding up. I'm just thinking like <laughs> 10 BPM. No, you know? it's really funny because I literally had to drop it 10 BPM from the original <laughs> just to be able to play it like cleanly. And Nailed it. it still wasn't that clean. So yeah, you're 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 on the dot. Yeah. I'm astute. You didn't say this last time, by the way. That was a, a wild ass guess. <laughs> um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I mean, you just kind of gave me the thought too that like it could, I, I would kind of be interested in experimenting with like when that, the chorus kind of bit comes on, like doing some really dramatic, like quiet, loud transition. Um, mm, it might be I hard see to, that to transition it that way, but like, I'm kind of thinking like, I don't know if it would work quite like, like hum like uh miss the train to mars what what is the name of the actual song it's just called stars, stars you, you oh, almost yeah. stumbled onto it just if you would have said the next words yeah <laughs> she was always what uh, she missed the she train missed to mars. the train she, to she mars she's out she's back, out counting, back stars. Yeah. counting stars <laughs> i don't know i mean that one's kind of different because they essentially transition the whole song from like super quiet to like super loud it's not necessarily a verse chorus thing it's more of yeah uh quiet part loud part well and we could do verse chorus or we could do it more of a slow build like mm. like my like my song you know yeah. like uh, it doesn't have to be linear it could be like quiet a little louder quiet a little louder really loud yeah we'd go loud quiet loud quiet loud 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 quiet quiet you know what i mean uh, it almost sounded like the konami code like 80, 80. <laughs> if, you, if you record a song 
with the right transitions with the, quite allowed. It's uh, a hit, baby. <laughs> Fra- Francis Black will will uh, appear <laughs> in your studio. <laughs> will he be wearing sunglasses inside? Yeah, and yeah. God, he, that'd be so cool. He'll he'll invite you to to soundtrack the Fight Club sequel. <laughs> There you go. You you, you play the right there. chords, and then he just appears and goes, "Hey, <laughs> I'm trying, trying to meet you. <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I mean, maybe if we just start playing "Hey" head. in the uh, in the studio, <laughs> he'll just appear. Oh man, gosh, yeah. I, I mean, we can hope. Is he producing albums these days? Can we? Can we Probably. Uh, can we how much? Yeah. How much do you think he costs credit? to produce your album? <laughs> oh, probably a lot. And the whores like a fire <laughs> all night. <laughs> probably peaked really bad there. My bad. Uh, so, okay, I'll compress it. It's, it's what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I. And like at this kind of was this was really nice for like I had been getting so like nervous of like working on that song because yeah it was like any choice I'm gonna make it felt so final and like potentially wrong yeah but gotta shake that off man can't can't be living in fear <laughs> well that's the thing about the demo is you can go a direction and kind of give it a little more direction. But at the end of the day, if you don't like that direction and you have other ideas, it's still a demo, mm-hmm. you know, like I've, I've listened to a lot of demos where it evolves from the demo to the final song pretty dramatically and some demos where it sounds basically exactly the same. And so I think that's OK. Yeah, I think I think too, just like any it just twisting it just that little bit further. So it's not emulating something and it's just I'm just doing our thing with it. It's almost yeah. there. It's it's getting there. It's it's really getting close. I do think that. Yeah. And, and I feel like at this point in the process, we should <laughs> we should call this like the process, like they do on those <laughs> stupid dating shows on Netflix. It's so like if we, I mean, if you just follow the process of making a podcast and writing riffs once a week, uh, we're getting to the point where we're like, we've everything that was already like exploding off the page for us, like things that we had a clear direction for. <laughs> we've already gone and knocked them out and now we have all these spare parts that it's like you gotta try and fit them together like legos and see if it makes the death star without buying the death star lego kit i don't know i don't know that much about lego yeah i just know you're supposed to say lego as as plural yeah now we're gonna get sued by lego oh we got pixies probably coming after us Oh, they definitely can't sue us for that. Uh, his poor uh, cover. <laughs> <laughs> that was parody, if anything. <laughs> Woo, well, there we are. We we did it. I, I just checked. It has One not try. stopped recording. That's so good. I, I think the third time around, we would lose some considerable mm. juice. I mean, we've already, like, again, I think we were, it, we were having trouble, like, just getting back into the groove. Mm-hmm. And then we had this recording problem. I was like, we're never going to make a podcast again. This is never going to work. We <laughs> should just like, give up right now. No just, uh, yeah, let's kill it. No, it's, <laughs> it's I, over. <laughs> I kind of was like, we got to get on it right away. We just got to. <laughs> that was a good call. You were like, you want to do it like right now? I was like, good as time as any. Because, you know, once the work week starts, it's going to be way harder. Mm-hmm. So, 
All right. Well, let's sign off for, for this week and get, get back to work for next week. Sounds great. Talk to you soon, Jerry. Bye. Bye.